Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's Now sent you. And welcome to your evening. It is Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can find it on the podcast. The podcast is presented by Blackfoot Communications and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Just a couple days left for the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel's big promotion for January. Stay two nights in January of 2021. You get a free growler and a fill card from Big Sky Brewing, courtesy of the Wingate by Wyndham. Limit to one freebie per customer, and you just got to book through the hotel directly. Tell them Nuana is now sent you. Got a new promotion coming up next month as well. I know a lot of people listening right now are in the city of Missoula, but it's a great place for uh, maybe a little staycation. If you got kids, they have water slides, a big water park, and uh, they've done everything they can to keep it all safe and clean and sanitized and all that too. So if you need a chance to get out of the house, go do that. Or if you're traveling, if you're somebody listening on the TV or on the live stream or on the podcast, whatever it might be, let the Wingate by Wyndham make you feel at home even when you're not. If you want to call us, it's easy, 406-361-3688, 406-361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. You can also text that number as well. Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, is going to be stopping by here in a quick minute. But first, let's do a little prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Mike, you're a Missoula native. 
What do you think right now of the fact that right now you have the number one and number two boys basketball teams in the state of Montana from right here in Missoula? And also Missoula Hellgate girls are ranked number one as well. I mean, this has been a pretty banner year for high school sports in the city of Missoula. I will say this is a banner era for high school sports in Missoula. Right? Because it's nothing like when you and I were in high school. Man. Not to discredit anybody who, because there were some state winners at various, Sure, nothing like this. Well, the fall was crazy for Sentinel, right? I mean, the boys won every sport that there was offered in the fall, I think, right? I mean, they won golf. Cross country. They won cross country. They won football. Yeah. I think, and I guess soccer they they placed, but they didn't yeah, win. They didn't win. But Hellgate won. Hellgate won. Hellgate right. won in soccer. Exactly. Yeah. So was it Hellgate or was it? But Hel- Hellgate won. won. Yeah. yeah, Hellgate versus Bozeman for the seventh so year in a row. Swept the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Missoula basically swept the fall sports season in boys sports, and now uh, in. The Hellgate girls are really good. I mean, they're. I know that the Sentinel boys and the Hellgate boys had a good back and forth, and I th- those those two teams are two of the better teams in the state right now. They're ranked number one and number two, and I think they'll they'll be right there at the end. But uh, the Hellgate girls are really good. I mean, they they the core of their team have all been playing varsity since they were freshmen. Mm-hmm. They placed at state when they were freshmen. They would have placed at state last year if it wouldn't have gotten all called off, and. Uh, now here they are, juniors, and they're, they're pretty darn good. Nate Coville, assistant for the Lady Grizz basketball team, his oldest daughter, Alex, I mean, she's a real deal. I mean, she's six foot five, six foot six. She's going to be a big-time prospect. It'll be interesting to see if her if her dad can keep her around here because, I mean, she's she's got good hands and good skill, and, uh, I mean, six it's foot six. Tall. Like I, That's really tall. Yeah. I mean, even the Jocelyn Tickles of the world were only about six two, six three. Six six is is real deal. Yeah, I mean, that it might be tough to keep her. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, and, and the the Spartans, the, the – uh, the I'm not going to say the Lady Spartans, the girls Spartans sure, team. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, they played them actually pretty well. They did. They have some talent too, for sure. It's always funny too when you get uh, as the generations continue to emerge, and now now all of a sudden now we get all these last names where you're like, oh, I probably know who that person's mom and dad are. You know, <laughs> like prominent names in the community. There's a Deedon playing for for the uh, Spartans, and that's always a good thing on the women's basketball side of things. But Karen Dean's always done a great job from his little Sentinel as well, so they will be in good shape. It is our prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank around the state of Montana. I'm not going to do things like two-tell anymore. not going to say it's a Friday, even though it is Friday. But, Carolyn, how are you doing? Because I know that this is going to be a stressful two weeks for you because you're going to have to listen to an extra week of Tom Brady hype. That's the worst part about the break between the Super Bowl for you because Tom Brady gets to gloat and uh, be glorified from coast to coast, sea to shining sea for an extra week. You must have been just so happy when Tampa Bay won the NFC Championship this last weekend. No, I was so mad. And I don't even like the Packers. And I, I just, I'm still mad about it, to be honest. Did you actually watch the game, or you just see it? No, I just, I just heard about it. You saw it on Twitter. No, I actually Twitter. saw Becky, um, our boss, on Monday, and it was. Written oh, that was how you face. found out. No, I knew. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you just now you can look, just monitor your games on the Twitter from the skill. Totally. I mean, I'm all over that. We're gonna get you a bunch of followers. Yeah. I got to get your handle memorized here, though. What is it? Okay. My Twitter handle is at chick ESPN 1029. Okay. At chick ESPN 1029. Go follow it. Yeah. Uh, don't use that to get fired. Right. I need to really watch it. Although I don't I don't know if Becky even knows how to tweet. <laughs> she doesn't even know what it is. It is a chick who doesn't know sports presented by the Iron Grizz American Bistro. Stick with us because we have a gift certificate to send you to the Iron Grizz American Bistro. To get yourself an Iron Grizz boil and a pair of Kettle House beers. Carolyn, what do you got this week? Are we going to talk about GameStop and the stock market? No. Oh, bummer. But we are going to talk about how... I'm Buck- getting rich. Diamond fingers, like they say on the Twitters. Are, are you? What are diamond fingers? That's what happens when you take your money and you turn it into wow. real cash. Um, No. We're not talking about any of that because I have no idea what happened except a bunch of nerds were able to boost up the price of GameStop's It's the stock. greatest power of the people that it's ever No, existed. it's great. It's it wonderful. Is, it is so great. It is so great. But I have more. I bought a GameStop stock. I can't for wait. For $5? Uh, no, I bought it for about a $200. Oh, wow. But it's already worth about 350 Nice. In about two days. <laughs> it's pretty good. You power better of the people. sell it. 
That's the whole point, Carolyn. You don't sell it because they got to buy 140% of the shares back. I'm not trying to purport this. I know some people think it's crazy propaganda. It's not. It's math. It's the people winning against the people that have all the money. Go people. What do you got, Carolyn? Wow. Okay. Um, So for the first time in 37 years, Budweiser is skipping their advertising in the Super Bowl. And so is Coke and Pepsi. Although Pepsi will Pepsi's sponsoring the halftime show, though, right? Pepsi's... they're, They're not advertising Pepsi brand. They're advertising their other brands. So um, Budweiser is focusing on vaccine awareness um, advertising. And I think that's great. You know, I think it's probably going to be a hard time and and what kind of tone you want to set in your advertising. Um, I just have to say this as a salesperson. I don't know who the account manager is on the Budweiser account, but they generally spend $25 million in one game. Yep, and I, I just, that. my heart goes out to them. And I'm trying to figure out how that poor account manager went to their sales manager and told them <laughs> Budweiser's not going to be in the game. We did a long segment on Super Bowl commercials with Justin Angle from uh, the University of Montana Business School every other Tuesday. It's a business angle presented by Blackfoot Communications. And we talked about this phenomena. Pepsi is a conglomerate now, not just a soda company. They own companies like Frito-Lay. It is fascinating because they are the presenting sponsor of the halftime show, so they've had all these promos for the weekend. And uh, Pepsi or Pepsi, Frito-Lay? Pe- Pepsi is. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it is a little bit of a misnomer. Huh. It's also interesting that we're about to see this insane and completely unpredictable and uh, what would have seemed even a couple years ago impossible shift. Coca-Cola is... Um, falling apart. They had to lay off like 7,700 employees. LeBron James left Coca-Cola after 18 years to go to Pepsi. Whoa. So there's a giant power shift in the soda wars. I will miss the Budweiser ads. Um, I will miss the Clydesdales. I think mm. they could have raised vaccine awareness in a Super Bowl ad when there's millions of people watching. But I also know they have to be really careful with their tone. And it sounds like they're donating a lot of money that they would have spent um, to the ad council and other various places that will then spend money advertising vaccines and COVID information and stuff. So it's, and they'll be back, I'm sure, in the Super Bowl when things get back to normal. It's going to be an interesting dynamic to be sure. There's a lot of hairy details involved in all of it that I don't think we can get into on this show. So what else do you got? All right. So stupid Tom Brady. (laughs) I swear he, I go on peoplemagazine.com to get my good, you know, gossip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you called it gossip. If you were going to say news, I was going to say, I think you know, it's gossip, but the stupid headline is this. Tom Brady shares his favorite guacamole recipe at a, ahead of the Super Bowl. dot, dot, dot. But he wants you to skip the chips. <laughs> Who eats guacamole without chips? He wants you to eat veggies. Who skips the chips, period? Tom Brady. Um, he wants you to skip the chips. He wants you to eat veggies with your guacamole or, wait for it, sweet potato toast. Sweet potato toast. I've heard of sweet potato fries. No. Those are good. Yes. Sweet potato toast sounds horrible. You want to know what sweet potato toast is? You slice up sweet potatoes... You put them in a toaster oven. Oh, really? And that's it. Hmm. Okay. So hard pass, Tom Brady. Um, I want some chips and guac. Okay. So, no, we won't be fine. <laughs> Does he think Tom Brady really thinks he's better than everybody because he eats sweet potato toast? Yes, I think he thinks he's better than everyone because he's a dork. Mm. Okay, moving on. I've had enough of Tom Brady. Naomi Osaka, tennis player. Okay. I got nothing. She is a 23-year-old superstar tennis player. Okay. She just bought an ownership stake in the North Carolina Courage um, from the National Women's Soccer League. Okay. I think this is great. Her um, reason for investing and buying a soccer team is she wants to invest in women's sports and help women's sports grow in the United States. Super cool. Yeah. So good for her. I, I think that I don't really know the why. But I do think that women's soccer has a chance to be the, the biggest team sport among female sports in America. I think part of it is because of the infrastructure. I think also part of it is because uh, Americans have a hard time pursuing sports that we're not the best at at a global level, which I think is why men's soccer has oftentimes struggled. Uh, I think that a lot of our best athletes that are males gravitate towards football, baseball, and basketball. 
there's a lot of guys that, I mean, if they would have just played soccer when they were growing up, and there's also the urban element of it too, like where you grow up and things like that. But like, imagine Russell Westbrook playing soccer. I mean, my God. I he's, know who that is. I mean, he's for the, one of the best point guards in the league. Oh, well, he was probably too tall for soccer. Is that a thing? I don't yeah. think you could be too tall yeah, for soccer. Kinda, I mean, some of those really be. legendary German guys and French guys are like 6'4". Isn't Cristiano Ronaldo like 6'3"? I don't know. I think so. I Lionel should. Messi, I think it just doesn't hinder you if you're short like Messi. But I don't know if being tall would... I, I mean, guess you could do the headshot. Here's well, why I... How about you playing goalie? I think... Yeah, you're right. I think the reason women's soccer has gained more po- popularity in the United... Well, everywhere. Is because in the World Cup... I can't remember what year that one female soccer player ripped off her shirt. <laughs> Brandy Chastain, 1998. And I think people have been paying attention ever since. Yeah, I mean, the United States has never won the Men's World Cup, and we've won two Women's World Cups, so I think that does put you on an elevated level. I also think this last World Cup team was so marketable because of their personalities, their talent, um, their intellect, their beauty, and their... Um, Courage, because they're all into social reform, and Mm -hmm. I mean, Megan Rapinoe is um, one of the great advocates for um, social reform and acceptance and things like that. So, um, I I do. I think that that that's a big influence on it. I think that the the U.S. women's soccer team has had a huge influence on an entire generation. Well, I'm excited. uh, This young. You know, me and in these young athletes, I always want to make sure they're investing properly. And so I'm very excited because she's got a lot of money and I, w- I want to stay that way for her. You mean Naomi Osaka? Yes, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think you need to worry about the uh, burgeoning young soccer players just yet. That league is brand new. Those girls are not going to be making much money. I'm not worried about them. I'm I'm just, not yet. But when they, when they need help, I'll, I'll be here. Yeah. Um, all right. So one thing I did want to bring up was this week was the one year anniversary of my beloved Kobe Bryant mm. passing away. I think it's interesting that you are beloved of Kobe Bryant because you usually don't like guys like Kobe Bryant. Um, I'm one of those people that when someone dies, I put them on a pedestal. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> even so, like if Tom Brady died, would you put no. him on a pedestal? No. If Tiger Woods would have died before he made his comeback, would you put him on a pedestal? I don't know. I just always liked Kobe <laughs> Bryant, and I I know there was some. You're not alone in this. I, I, th- I find Kobe fascinating because Kobe was um, very abrasive, very brash, very arrogant, very in-your-face, very unapologetic, um, and also had his own demons, and yet he still found a way to be so beloved. I think also after he retired, he devoted a lot of time to his sport and youth sports and his, and kids, yep. his family, of course. And the fact that his, he and his wife, I mean, they had a lot of ups and downs, obviously, and mm-hmm. I don't know. So I follow his wife on Instagram, and um, she posted all these beautiful tributes to Kobe and Gigi. And I just started thinking, like, everything in 2020 went, everything in 2020 went to hell after Kobe died. I mean, it think was. about it. It was the domino. It was the tipping point. So I think there's a way to right this ship. And it is if Tom Brady... I know you, what you're thinking I'm thinking, but I'm not uh, that horrible. I think it's if Tom Brady loses the next Super Bowl. It could happen. The karmic, the karmic um, energy that you're describing is, in fact, possible. Here's the thing. This is the bad news for you. If Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl on Tampa Bay's home field, he's going to play for like five more years. Yeah, you said this last year. If Tom Brady loses, he's going to keep playing. It, it's like he's never going to stop. He's going to be true. like 60 and still playing. Man, that'll be something. I, I'm, pu- I'm putting it out there right here, right now. 60? I don't think 60. I bet you $5. He's $5. Be $5. Okay, I'll spend it on GameStop. <laughs> Carolyn, what else you got? Um, it is Nuanas now, by the way. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Statewide SWX Montana Television. It is our Friday segment, The Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, brought to you by the Iron Grizz. Okay, Carolyn, what else do you have? That's it. Okay. Uh, are you going to bet on the Super Bowl? I'm going to bet that whoever, is it the Chiefs? The Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes. I'm going to bet that Tom Brady is going to deflate some Super Bowl balls, <laughs> eat some uh, sweet potato toast and guacamole, 
And if he wins, he's going to have a big glass of Martinelli's sparkling <laughs> cider at the end. Too much sugar. He's going to drink some kombucha or oh, something. Oh, right. He's going to have so water. What is this, the, the turmeric drink? Water golden with lemon. milk. Oh, a chai. Maybe a, a caffeine-free chai. the golden milk yeah. that has the turmeric and yeah. the, whatever the oh, other yeah. one is? He's going to do some yoga and... Um, yeah, I don't. I don't even want to talk about the Super Bowl if Tom Brady's in it. To be honest, are you mostly just envious of him? Ew. <laughs> you know what it is? He is so smug. That's exactly right. And I can't take it. And he's a cheater. If he ain't cheating. He ain't trying hard enough. <laughs> Carolyn, thank you. It's the chick who doesn't know sports, presented by the Iron Grizz American Bistro. Iron Grizz American Bistro is located at the University of Montana Golf Course. I know it's getting a little wintry outside. But you can go have dinner or lunch out back the Iron Grizz, and they have these igloo-slash-bubble-type things you can sit in, keep you warm. They also have a real igloo for the kids as well. Sit right there at the base of Mount Sentinel, enjoy yourself a meal. They also have a new winter menu as well, so all you got to do is Google Iron Grizz American Bistro. And one lucky listener, we're going to get you started right now. If you give us a call, 361-3688, that's 361-3688. We got a $25 gift certificate. It's going to get you an Iron Grizz boil and a pair of Kettle House beers. 360-361, excuse me, 361-368-8361-3688. It is Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN, Missoula, statewide, SWX Montana Television. Mike Nugent in studio with me. Nuge, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady going to the Super Bowl? I'm so over Tom Brady, but here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, we were just talking about this. We, what, what do you think of people that like Tom Brady? At this point, who likes Tom Brady? Oh, my mother loves Tom Brady. Why? She finds him so admirable and handsome. Oh, but I get it. I mean, he, I have mad respect for. He, I was going to say he has he has achieved something we will not see again. I mean, right. this is his tenth Super Bowl start. Tenth Super Bowl. I mean, at the he's start played in career, sixteen championship games. Think yeah, of that. It's just crazy. Like we would have said that like this is not possible. Forgetting his story, like you could pick the the a number one draft pick, the you know the whatever, <laughs> yeah. and we still would have said this is not possible. Right, you're a Forty ers fan. Yeah. Steve Young is an amazing quarterback. Yeah. Joe Montana's amazing quarterback. Yeah. Their two careers combined. Both statistically and in production and in winning. And in Super Bowls. And in Super Bowls. Still doesn't match Tom Brady. Yeah, it's crazy. It's unprecedented. And it really is. It's absolutely, absolutely insane. That said, I think that I've gotten uh, some questions. Why don't you like Tom Brady? What's wrong with Tom Brady? It's the uh, it's the inauthenticity that he operates with. He just seems so robotic and it's just so exhausting. I, you know, I struggle with, and and this is why I think sometimes I, I uh, get criticized for for not eating everything Choate says right out of the right out of his hand. <laughs> Jeff but, Choate, Montana State football yeah, coach, in case you didn't former know. Montana former State Montana State football, State football coach. coach, right? Um but but I mean there's a lot of guys in sports that uh, sometimes people give them credit for being authentic when they are not authentic. Sure. They are saying what is the the most safe thing to say in that sure. moment sure. and it's calculated. For sure. And and I don't think Choate's nearly as calculated but Tom Brady Everything he says is calculated. For sure. It absolutely is. What did you think of the Jeff Choate news? We haven't gotten to this part yet. This was going to be one of my blind sides, so let's just start rolling on it. What did you think of Choate moving on to Texas? I wasn't surprised. I mean... I, I wasn't... I was surprised by the... In the moment, like when it was happening. Yeah, yeah. I was in surprised, moment, like, but, but broadly, but, not really. No, because he clearly wanted that Boise State job. He did. And I was talking with a lot of the Big Sky Podcast guys, and, and they were all thinking, oh, he's going to be the favorite. And I was like, no... Boise State can't hire a big site conference head coach. That would be seen as, you know, they didn't, they had to settle. So, of course, the Pac-12 coordinator got it. But then Choate, who's, you know, had a, had a better year every year and, you know, has built a great program over there from where they were when he got there, has got to be thinking, like, even if I come back and I have a better year this coming season than I had, the, you know, the, the semifinal run, what does that get me? You know, sure. you, you look at guys like, you know, even Houck. How many sure. national championship games did he go to? Three. And then he, the best he can do is UNLV. Right. Right? You know, the the Wolves going to WSU are few and far between, and that's kind of a unique situation. So for Chode, if he wants to take the steps he wants to take in his career, he needed to go. It's true. And, and there's a lot of different factors that go into it as well. I mean, a, a lot of times you get a call where even – even I think the I think you're right. I mean, Choate said that on this show. He was disappointed to not get the Boise job. He did want it. Also, though, 
head coaching jobs and assistant coaching jobs are so much different because head coaching jobs, because it is a state position that's a public job, there's going to be this process where almost always you're going to – the finalists are going to be well-known like when the interviews are happening and things like that. And so the, the process – is going to be communicated to your players if you yep. are a current coach. So when Cho was a finalist, I'm, I'm sure he was talking to his team as players and saying, hey, guys, this is the deal. One way or the other, this is what's going to happen. And then when he didn't get it and he you know, he made his statement saying, hey, unfinished business, let's go get him. I think that was authentic even if it did look um, – See, I don't believe that was authentic at all. He said what he needed to say in the moment. Really? But you don't go I'm, – I'm, I, I don't think he had another job on the horizon yet. But I also think that Cho's a smart guy, and he well, knew that guy. the opportunities were going to be there. Well, that, that's why that's why the right one came. That's why along. Jeff chose the best thing that ever happened to Montana State because he marketed their university at a higher level Hold than on. anybody has marketed anything in the state of Montana in the last ten years. Waded is the best. That's thing the truth. That ever happened that's the truth. She is perhaps that is that is the truth. She, she, her track record is real. No, her track record is absolutely real. I mean, I mean she Coach she, Choke gets a lot of extra credit for it's true. four wins against the grid. It's true. Waded's streak is real. It's true. Waded Cruzado, when we actually, when we are sitting around as old men talking about all of this stuff and remembering back, I, I think that Waded Cruzado will be remembered as one of the most transcendent figures that the state of Montana I was has just ever say, seen. At this point, she's one of the pivotal figure, figures in the story of, of Montana's history. For sure. You know? No question. You just look at it as a state. Like, she she came in and that signaled a new era at that institution. Absolutely. I mean, I, and one that I am very jealous of. <laughs> no question. No question. It, it, and it's a direct... Uh, example of how much steadfast leadership can influence an organization from the from the top down. But on the, I want to be on the record real quick. I am sorry to see Coach Choke go because I think he's good for the conference. He's great for the rivalry for sure. And the Grizz didn't beat him. And for I'm sure. a competitor. I'm a Grizz fan. I wanted them to get there. And I think that you know Bobby actually getting his own guys in there. Maybe he could have. But now we never know. We'll never know. And I think that was part of the reason that Jeff Choke. Left. <laughs> he said in his press conference, oh, I'll never lost to Montana. Exactly. 10290 SPM as well. It is Nuanas now. Also statewide, SWX Montana Television. We're going to talk. I, we're not going to tell you what we're going to talk about because Mike doesn't know what we're going to talk about. And I don't know what he wants to talk about either. It's a blind side coming at you. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Hey, baby. Oh, baby. Baby, baby. Nuanez now, 0290 ESPN Missoula. Statewide, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez, Mike Nugent. Riding with me and riding with you. Into your weekend. Hope everybody out there is having a good Friday. Is it still snowing outside? We keep these blinds closed for the TV audience, so I never know what the weather is doing out here. It wasn't snowing. You're going to fall. Yeah. Hey, Opportunity <laughs> Bank. Opportunity Bank's the proper center of the uh, live stream, by the way. If you want to go to 1029 ESPN Missoula, just click on Listen Live and you'll find the live stream. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your local. Opportunity. How about that live read in the midst of a disaster? I know. Either way, keep it slow. Keep it between the ditches in case it is a little bit slick outside. Are you a skier? No. That's probably good. Probably good for your long-term health, actually. But I'm excited to get back out on the slopes. I had a good time up at Lookout a couple weekends ago. That was fun. Yeah, didn't you get stuck for like I seven did. hours? I did get and... stuck. I, you know, it's funny because uh, Liz, our, our office manager, she's from the East Coast, and she'd never been skiing before, so I... Uh, she she was part of our promotion at the trail. Where uh, by the way, one zero three three FM the trail. They're doing uh, weekly giveaways where they're giving first time skiers lessons. We're giving away lessons oh, cool. to various mountains across the the state. And uh, so Liz was sort of our um, first one. We said we we're going to show the the listeners this is this is how it works. So I drove her up there. I wanted to go anyways, and uh, but we did get stuck. We were stuck for about four hours. 
but I wasn't mad the whole time. And she was like, why aren't you mad? And I said, this is a good life experience. Because now we know. Now, I, I had never gotten stuck in that car. Uh-huh. And you just don't know how to get it out until you get it out. And so now I know how to get it out. Front, right. Front-wheel drive cars. Speaking of skiing, Lost Trail is open. They got some of the best snow in the entire state. They're open Thursday through Sunday, 9.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Lost Trail has something for the whole family, whether you're a beginner or you want to ski some expert terrain. Looking to up your ski or snowboard game, they also have an excellent snow sports school with fully certified instructors. Tickets are available online at LostTrail.com. You can also find safety precautions, directions, trail maps, lodging info, all that stuff. So visit LostTrail.com. Lost Trail, go for the snow. Time for a little blindside. I got a couple questions for Mike. He's got a couple questions for me. You're the guest, my friend. You go first. Oh, man. You got me to go first. Did you want me to go first? No, I can go, go, no, no, I, I can no. go first. Okay. You, you've seeded your territory. Um, Boise State threatening yep. to leave the Mountain West. Yep. Yep. Right? This is, this is a very compelling and pertinent topic around the state of Montana, I think. One that's not being talked about enough. No. So Boise State, Boise State threatened to leave the Mountain West. Yep. If Boise State leaves, yep. they obviously need to replace them on some level. Sure. What that looks like, I don't know. If... That creates an opportunity for Montana State and Montana, mm-hmm. should they consider it. Absolutely. No question. I think that the Mountain West has had a cash cow golden goose in Boise State, but they have not benefited from a financial perspective like the West Coast Conference has from Gonzaga in men's basketball. The difference is that Boise State struck one of the great TV deals in the history of college football when the WAC was first expanded and Boise State was in the WAC in the early 2000s. Boise State then installed that blue turf and then they uh, had their like the 2000 to 2010 contract. The no one was able to touch their TV money because at that time there wasn't these uh, conference-wide TV networks. So Boise State had. Exclusive rights, no revenue sharing for their TV money. Until then, the Mountain West, when they actually launched the Mountain West Network, they grandfathered that rule in. Well, now that rule doesn't exist anymore. The Mountain West said, no, Boise, you can't have all your TV money exclusively to yourself. And so that's what's causing Boise State to want to exit. So although um, Boise State has brought so much prominent exposure to the Mountain West, they haven't actually... uh, I mean, the Mountain West Network... Needed Boise to be able to be launched in the first place, but they haven't had to share a lot of the revenue. But they are going to need to expand their footprint, and I don't think they're going to be able to uh, replace Boise with just one school. So there's a lot of rumors going around. Jim O'Day, former Montana athletic director who does a lot of consulting with athletic departments across the country, he was in here. I guess it would have been three Fridays ago. You can look it up on the podcast. But he gave a great interview talking about potential expansion of the Mountain West and how to replace that footprint, but also to... Uh, stabilize the league and expand the league and give it an even greater footing when it comes to competing in the group of five, he thought that the Mountain West should try to expand to 16 teams. In that case, then, you'd probably be adding some of the old school Big Sky teams, including Montana, Montana State, maybe even Idaho with a return. We'll see. But then they'd also maybe be in the mix for North Dakota State, South Dakota State, some of those Dakota schools. And then you'd have the traditional members and the other pond that remains to be seen, San Jose State was really contemplating dropping football until all of a sudden this year they won the Mountain West and went to a big-time bowl game. So it's like Portland State all over again. Exactly, right? So, But that's the other thing is I think the, the, the Montana schools should absolutely consider it because not necessarily – I've heard all of the scuttle of what happens if you move up and your winning tradition goes away. Well, you can't – your winning tradition never goes away if you've already won. Look at North Dakota State. North Dakota State was a dominant Division II program, and that's been the absolute foundation of their great run in the FCS. But I also think that if the ship's sinking, you gotta you gotta cut the you gotta yeah. cut the bait. And that is the that's what I wanted to get to with this question. Is it's like I know we're we've been in the biggest conference for a long time, but it's like you give Coach Jones way out some truth serum. Honestly, you give Hauk some truth serum for sure. Neither one of them likes the Big Side Conference, in my opinion. For sure. Especially and, not as it is in this current yeah, iteration. I mean, it's a mess with all these extra teams, a bunch of them. What are they even doing in here? Right. You know, you've got you've got schools that actually care about their facilities and their programs and investing in them. And then you've got other ones that the visitor's locker room is two miles away. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It just, it, it's a mess. It's not a level playing field either because here's the irony of the entire situation. Because Montana particularly, but also Montana State, have been so successful in the revenue sports, mainly football, it's actually ironically 
had them have to become more self-sustaining and garner way less state money. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not a level playing field because you have a bunch of schools in this league that don't have to make a dime to be sustainable. Northern Arizona has almost 30,000 students. They they charge a student athletic fee. They're funding athletics through students that don't even go to the games. Mm-hmm. Sacramento State's doing the same thing. Montana, Montana State are not. Yeah. And that's They're having to make all their own unrec- money. Unrecognized reasons that UM and MSU aren't doing spring season. I mean, let's be honest. For sure. Like the other schools doing spring season are used to losing money on football. Or, so or, 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 or more importantly, not even not having to make any yeah. money. But UM and MSU, if they don't make money, but they're still playing, I mean, they're significantly worse off because not only do they have the expenses that they're not covering because there are no fans exactly, there, but they were using that money for other things. So I, I think it's a really interesting thing to watch. And I think that UM and MSU are an interesting pair because you look at a conference like the Mountain West and they need stars, but yep. they also need steady schools. They do. Right? And UM and MSU, they're not going to go any higher than the Mountain West. Let's be honest. Like, right. The, I mean, right. you know, maybe in some different world 30 years from now, but it's like, you would be getting yeah, right when Bozeman has two million people. You'd be maybe getting two, uh, two travel teams with with regional. I mean, with airports in their towns. Yep. There's no weird buses. There's no yep. you know, yep. which is a knock on Idaho. Not to you know. It is. I mean, it's like you could travel to Bozeman. You could travel to Missoula. Track flights. They are they are fan bases that regularly get twenty plus thousand, which yep. is better than some of the programs at the FBS level at the lower yep. level now. I mean. There's something to be said for that. And I didn't used to be a fan of move up because I'd be worried about like, hey, what are we going into? And and joining some weird conglomeration of the whack right now and whatever, that'd be weird. Sure. But I'm really getting sick of the big sky. For I'll sure. Be well, and here's the thing. You talk about the FCS playoffs and how much people love that. Okay, that I do understand that argument. But you can make if you go to the FCS playoffs, we're talking just money right now. You go to the FCS playoffs. Unless you host all the way through, sell out all the way through, and advance at least to the Final Four, you're not making money off the FCS playoffs. In fact, you're losing money. You're losing more money than you would just playing a regular season game against Idaho State or whatever, because you have to do revenue sharing. Yeah, pay the NCAA. You got to pay for the travel for the the team coming in, all that stuff. The other factor, though, here is twofold. One, moving to the Mountain West, now you're in a multiple bid basketball league. Now you don't have to win the league and win the league tournament to get to the NCAA tournament. You could finish third, and you could get an at-large bid. And at this exact moment, the last NCAA tournament that was played, more Mountain West teams made that tournament than the Pac-12. Yeah. The Mountain West is a good basketball league. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you're in the mix for NCAA money. If Even if you're not winning NCAA tournament games, even if you're not even making it to the NCAA tournament, you have teams in your league now that could win NCAA tournament games. Utah State won an NCAA tournament game three years ago. That's money again for your basketball program. Now you have money that's coming in from the Mountain West Network. I think each school get, got paid about $4.5 million. That's a huge revenue boost for you. And I think that fans would be more inclined. I think the big skies be, become so convoluted and so um, nondescript. Uh, we're fanatical about this stuff, right? We we study all of it. We know everything. I mean, it's it's, it's my career. It's, it's your passion. I think that there's a lot of people that go sit at a game when the Grizz are playing Southern Utah that don't really even know it's a conference game, or they might have to, <laughs> they might have to ask, they might have to confirm. Oh, yeah. I would right? Say there's probably a good chunk of that. Yeah. How much more excited would people be? Here's the other problem: there's no premier p- opponents coming to Missoula for basketball because you can't get any of the regional people to come here. Same with in Bozeman. Now you have guaranteed games with Wyoming and Colorado State and Utah State and UNLV and Nevada and San Diego State. These are you're gonna you're gonna boost attendance just completely naturally. And then the last point I'll make that I think that it does validate if they had the chance that they should do it. Like it or hate it, it ain't changing. You're a real estate agent. There's massive amounts of people that are gonna move here from out of state. The the common sports fan who has no affiliation with either university who moves here is not going to take money out of his pocket to go watch Northern Colorado. No. If, if he knows it's Montana versus Wyoming, he will. Nevada, the old school rivalries, Boise State, whatever. The, all of the schools in the Mountain West I would draw better fans. That point it is knowing that that basketball is at the same level as the Pac-12 school they went to. And maybe right. it's not the same level of basketball, but it's this. You know what I mean? It's not. What we what for better? It's or not worse, the twenty ninth out of thirty two tiers exactly. It's but not. 
what's interesting is I'm a big the football wags the dog of the athletic department sure. in most schools, but basketball is what got me to being okay with the move up. Yes. Because there's been nothing more frustrating than watching the Grizzlies be so great in right. the Big Sky Conference, but for some reason it's out of their control. They aren't even in a position to get a good seed yep. because the conference has been terrible. For sure. And I know that maybe that's oversimplification, but it's like, you know, there's good programs, there's good opportunities, and I just, I think it's time. And I also think that the group of five, something's going to change with this whole bull playoff dynamic. There is, for sure. No, no question. There might be a bull, uh, playoff system on the horizon for the group of five. Who knows? But I do just think that there's... So many opportunities. It's not just in conference either. If you play in the Mountain West, now you can maybe, maybe, maybe get a home and home with like Gonzaga or something like that. That might be a little lofty right now since they're number one in the country and all that. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Oregon State might play a home and home with you if you're in the Mountain West. There's no chance they're playing a yeah, home and home with you in the, big sky. in the Big Sky. No chance. It is Nuanas now. Mike Nugent joining me in studio, 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide, SWX Montana Television. More blindside right after this. Golter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan, you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuanas Now sent you. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide, SWX. Montana Television, Lady Grizz host the Montana State women's basketball team tomorrow at noon. Dahlberg Arena, you obviously can't go, but you can catch all the action right here on SWX Montana Television. Uh, one of the people on the call will be Krista Redpath. She joins me every Thursday during the 4 o'clock hour for Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. It's been great to have her. Krista has done a, an awesome job pre- preparing and uh, sort of Launching her broadcasting career, she's been doing TV games for about six years now, uh, but now having her on the show as a in an analyst role has been really awesome. It's, it's been fun working with her, so be sure to check out the broadcast tomorrow with Mohammed Ahmad and Krista Redpath right here on SWX Montana Television. If you need a place to watch the broadcast, Silver Slippers back open. They have 55 TVs for you to watch all the action, whether it's the Super Bowl or college basketball or Bobcat versus Lady Grizz women's basketball. Silver Slipper will have it on for you. Drink specials every day. 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and Tarantino's Pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. You know, you've uh, you settled into a nice nice path. You've got a, a handful of these people that are kind of regulars. you got Riley, yeah, you got yeah. Sean. Yeah. Um, I think it's nice of you to give them all chances before you let them down for me, but that's fine. <laughs> Krista is, is I think, my favorite. I mean, Sean and Riley don't really bring anything to a sports show. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, I, I mean, these guys who, are, who are they? Who, who are they? I mean, <laughs> sports director, SWX Montana, voice of the Grizz, who are those guys? But I've actually enjoyed Krista because I think that, that it's it's kind of provided a voice 
to some more female athletics that no question that, you know it's it's more insight i think it's kind of been it's a dynamic that we haven't had so no no question not the me and you we but we is in <laughs> no know, question yeah. no question and and uh, i mean crystal was a great player for the lady grizz for sure but she has great basketball acumen and it's been very fun to just uh, have her uh, you know, sort of a part of the organization too. You know, like last night when the games were going on, just texting with her. She has just such great insight on the game because she knows the game so well. Okay, more blindside. I got one for you now. All right. What? Uh, it's a two-part question. Would you rather have Matt Stafford or Deshaun Watson as the future quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? And what is too much to give up for either of those guys as the quarterback of your favorite football team? Okay, here's the thing. My son is home watching. You know, he watches the show when I'm on it. Shout out to James. Keep playing hoops, buddy. It's You're, you're going to be the man someday, I promise. My daughter Hannah's watching too. She's three. I don't know if she's paying quite the same attention. Hannah's three? Hannah's three. Oh my gosh, yeah. this makes my head hurt. Last time, time I saw flying. her, she was in a crib. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> um, but, you know, James has got a Garoppolo jersey, so it's going to be kind of a sports fan education to realize that sometimes your teams move on from your guys. So, James, it'll be all right. Um, I would love to have Watson. Sample and I talk about this all the time because Sample's a Niners yeah, fan. Yeah, Kyle Sample, friend of the show. Um, but, uh, boy, the, the price tag's going to be high if they even move from him. And For sure. The, and the problem is that how, do you wait – to figure out if they're actually going to move on from Deshaun Watson and miss your chance at Stafford? Or do you take Stafford and then Deshaun Watson comes available later? I mean, I think that Stafford in a Shanahan offense with the defense they've got, I mean, I, I read something, I don't know if it's true or not, but that he's only had a 100-yard rusher in his entire career, like some ridiculously low number of oh, times. Oh, that's definitely true. Matt Stafford set and reset the NFL record for pass attempts in a season. And that's partially because of the offensive scheme that they're running, partially because they had Calvin Johnson, but mostly because they've had no good running backs his entire career. Yeah, so it's like you take him and you put him in a Kyle Shanahan offense where he doesn't have – he could maybe throw the ball 100 less times a year, right? Right. But probably still get more touchdown passes. For sure. Um, you know, you got a good running game. He's got a Great cannon of an arm. Uh, I think the biggest thing the Niners would have to focus on if they got him is – they need to shore up their offensive line because he's got a little bit of an injury history. For sure. So I think maybe like the weighing all the costs and stuff like that, I lean towards Stafford just because it seems more affordable. But boy, if Watson ended up in the Niners, I'd be thrilled. What else you got? You got another blind side for me? Uh, you know, <laughs> sure. How come in in uh, Choate's last press conference that you were on, the Zoom I watched, you didn't ask him about the uh, player transfer rule as it relates to coaches up and leaving their programs. Mm, that's an interesting one. Well, first of all, I got to say that in terms of um, operation, Zoom and the way that we do these things now is at the same time the best and worst thing that's ever happened to the industry. For post-game press conferences like we did last night, it's phenomenal because no one has to talk over anybody. A lot like people don't understand a post game, especially in a football game, press conference is an absolute free for all. There's no procedure to it. You're just asking your questions, get yours in. There's no uh, format to it. Now you raise your hand politely on the Zoom. You get to ask your two or three questions onto the next person. Everybody gets a chance. Everybody uh, can play off of each other. That's all good. And at the same time, the logistics of it's great because you can leave the arena. And you could be home at your house, already working on your story while the Zoom's going on. So that part, the logistic part, is great. For things like this, though, like I, w I had a million questions I wanted to ask Jeff Choate, and the Zoom is only allowed to be 30 minutes long. And so I kind of just had to ask my four questions and get out. I had so many other things I wanted to ask him, but I'm hoping I can circle back around to him. I have touched base with him, and I do want to ask him a couple different more things about this, including exactly what you just asked. Because it's a valid question. It's right? an absolutely I mean, valid question. And don't get me wrong, like I understand how the world works and people climb ladders and this makes sense and it's very prevalent in, in higher education in general, not just in sports and For higher sure. education. Um, but I always find it an interesting contrast whenever we're talking about a coach leaving compared to, you know, um, um, you know, a player who, who takes sure. that next step and wants to try something else. So. For sure. For sure. For sure. And I mean, I, I just think it's it's uh, sort of ridiculous for us to bemoan anybody for 
taking an opportunity that if they have fully considered it is better for themselves and their family. I mean, a lot of times that's just, it is, is what it is. And a lot of times I, 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 here's the thing. I think that the transfer rules right now are a little too loose because they encourage young men and women and give it or not encourage, but they at least give them a, a complete Avenue to quit. I think that enduring hardships within the scope of sports is one of the essential parts of growth. But I also think that the common fan that just says, ah, transfer rules, stupid, ah, these kids are quitters. Oftentimes, though, a lot of the transferring, it's just at a higher level now because of the exposure as much as it is because of the availability. And I would tell you this, although I do think it's a lot easier for kids to quote-unquote quit now, most kids that transfer aren't quitting. They're transferring for other reasons. Yeah, Their mom got sick or they... The, the major that they're majoring in isn't offered the school or, anymore or the coach leaves. Or they only have five years of eligibility and they are stuck behind. You know I mean? It's like, right. I, I hate to say it, but it's like, yeah, it's like you, you do your part and you're going to stick there. But it's like, you know what? If you play quarterback and you're stuck behind a guy and whether you're getting a fair chance or not, you only have five years to play college football. Exactly. So I I just I do, I struggle with people criticizing transferring the most part. My son just texted me. He's got a kids texting app. Okay. And he wanted to make sure that I pointed out that Stafford would have Debo Samuel. Yes. And that'd be uh, you know a great match. Oh man, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and that stable of running backs. Man, yeah. I mean that's a dynamite offense. Man, I don't. Matt Stafford is just about to turn thirty two as well. Matt Stafford's not done yet. We were talking about Tom Brady and LeBron James earlier. Yeah, Thirty-two. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. We we're gonna we're gonna have a complete tipping point where we have to redefine what longevity is and how long you can play, particularly at positions like quarterback. With the rules now and how little that they get hit, and, and how much better they train, and how much better they train, how much better they take care of their bodies, all that stuff, man. We're gonna see guys. I mean, it will not surprise me at all if Matt Stafford's only halfway done with his career. If he plays eight more years, that's not gonna be that surprising. No, right? it's like you sit here now and you say it's not out of the realm of possibility. Now it's not a real possibility at all. I mean, he could have a complete reiteration of his career. Yeah, he could he could win multiple rings. Absolutely. James's other jersey is the Debo Samuel jersey, so I think that's why. We oh my gosh. Okay, out. so we need to get a picture of Kyle Sample and James in <laughs> with their, their Debo jerseys. Debo Samuel jerseys, just to reiterate to Kyle that it is in fact childlike Thank to wear you. jerseys. Yes, <laughs> I'm so glad that you're the only one that's Kyle on. and our buddy Brent, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you all know him, Brent Wahlberg. The uh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we, maybe we, yeah, maybe we should uh, do an impromptu Brent read and then send him a bill. What do you think? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. That would be me. Nuge, it's been fun. Sorry, we had so much sound in the show. We're going to get you back in here a little bit uh, pretty soon here because we're going to need uh, a little bit more time to rant and rave. I know you're used to your uh, three and a half hour rants on the Grizz fan. I'll live. Happy to be here. Appreciate you coming in, my man. It is Nuanas now. It was a great week. I hope you had a great week yourselves. We'll be back on Monday. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.